Hello, welcome to Sometimes in Shambles. My name is Melissa, and today I wanted to talk about your mental health quarantine. With coronavirus, there's a lot of things to be worried about. A lot of people are working from home or staying home a lot more often and canceling plans, things like that. But the thing that I'm worried about the most right now is my mental health and my depression and what the physical distancing from other people is going to do to it. So I want to talk about that today and kind of just go through a couple different situations that people might be in and different ways to cope or deal with or keep yourself occupied that will hopefully help some people. Before we get into it, I do want to give just a really quick life update if you're interested in my personal life because I have not um, been keeping up with my Instagram very much, and I haven't recorded in a while. So just really quickly, a lot of things have happened. About a month ago, I got in a car accident that flipped my car over. Miraculously, I walked away from it. Um, I'm going to physical therapy for some neck and shoulder injury, but mostly just bruises and soreness. So I was really grateful for that. I got a new car. The insurance company worked very, very quickly on all of that. So I appreciate that. And last Saturday, I got a new cat that I think is the one making all of that noise. And so that's been kind of crazy trying to introduce my two cats. And we will see if it works out. I'm sure there's other stuff that has gone on, but those are the two bigger life events, I suppose. I just want to put in a little disclaimer right here. I'm going to be talking about um, working from home and people that work and probably just using terms like that. And I want to make it very clear that I'm specifically talking about people who are transitioning and transitioning to working from home at some point. So they usually work in an office and now they will be doing that same job at home. I do not want to be offensive to anybody. I'm not saying that being a stay at home mom or dad um, is not a job or social media isn't a job or anything that you actually already are doing at home is not a job. I'm just specifically talking to people that are making a transition um, out of their everyday life um, to work at home, if that makes sense. Not trying to be offensive to anybody. And so, yeah, that's a disclaimer. Okay, let's get into it tips that hopefully will keep your mental health afloat during this time of coronavirus where you might be at home more than you are used to. A little over a year ago, I was unemployed and spent most of my time at home doing absolutely nothing. And because I had nothing to do, if you guys know me, like work and keeping busy and knowledge and learning and all of that is one of my main motivators so that's why I was in school for so long um well not why but why I didn't mind being in school for so long I love my job I love working all of that stuff so the time that I was unemployed was super 
super hard for me. I would just obsess over absolutely nothing because I had nothing else to do. So after some therapy about it, these are the, thing, are the things that I began doing that helped me a little bit. First thing is set goals. So in that time, I set a goal to apply for a job every day, like a new job every day. And that helped me to wake up and give me something to do for that day. It was super small thing, but it still gave me motivation to achieve a goal that day. Another goal could be something as simple as clean out your closet or a drawer that week. Just something that makes you feel accomplished. And then the second thing is stay busy. I got to a point where I had to fill out my planner fully and like doing the filling out the planner made it fun for me to think of new things to do and also reassured me that, oh, I actually do have things to do. And so I would try to fill my day as much as possible, whether it was like errands that I had to run or hobbies, clean, organize, go to the plant store and get some plants and, and plant. Um, I would find something new, like a blank wall that I want to decorate. So I would go shopping for that. Um, but I mean, it was a really hard time because I didn't have money. Yeah. Um, another thing you could do is maybe rearrange one of your rooms, rearrange your bedroom, your living room, your office, just things that bring you a little bit of joy and keep you occupied through the whole day. During this time, I swear to you, I cleaned my apartment like three times a day. It was obsessive and, and crazy, but I had nothing else to do. I would, I remember around this time I was talking to a guy and it was so unhealthy because I would get so obsessive over this guy not texting me back when it was just because I had nothing else to occupy my mind. So it became very unhealthy. So just staying busy is like my number one tip for that. If you um, don't have a job, but you still have to stay home or you can't go to school or whatever it is, um, if you don't have that nine to five to occupy your time, then those are my tips for that. You can hear my poor new cat. Now I want to talk about working from home for a little bit. I have never been good at working from home because I get distracted easily and I get thinking about all the things that I could be doing instead of work, like laundry or cleaning or um, running errands, just all the, it feels like a Saturday to me when I work from home. So it's really, really hard for me. Some people love working from home because they get more done. That is not me at all. Here are some tips that I've come up with for myself to stay more on track and other things that I've heard from other people and some friends for transitioning to working from home if you're not really used to it. Keep your same routines that you had when you weren't working from home. So get up and be ready to work your normal hours. If you usually start work at nine and end at five, then do that at home get up and get ready for the day so you are ready to sit down and work at nine and then work all the way to five o'clock. Take a normal lunch and the typical breaks that you would usually take in the office. So I know 
at my work, sometimes we play foosball for like an hour or so as a break. So when I'm at home, I try to do something that fills that time where I would usually be playing foosball or going to get a snack or something like that. Whether it's like watch 30 minutes of a TV show or maybe I will leave the house and go run an errand. And it's not, I don't ever like feel bad about it because I usually say like, no, this is like my foosball time that I usually play foosball at work. So just make sure that you are taking your normal breaks, your normal lunch and um, giving yourself time because I think a lot of times when I'm like, oh, I'm working from home, so I have to work more. I don't know why I have that mentality, but that is not true. Just keep your same routines as normal. And then also get dressed and ready for the day, even if you don't leave the house. Um, the same applies if you're not working and you're doing, you're just um, doing something else. I find that this helps my mood and my mental health a lot, even on a Saturday, just like showering and doing my hair or doing my makeup or putting on a cute outfit kind of like motivates me for that day. Even if I'm not going to see anybody, it still kind of just puts me in a better mood because I think that I look better and I feel cleaner or not. It's not like my relaxed time. It's like my, I'm going to get shit done time. (laughs) Hopefully that makes sense. Um, then the next one is set up a work and relax station or zone. So set up your office somewhere and quote unquote office and let that be the designated workplace. So for me, I have a desk, um, that's kind of, I split my living room and dining room area with the couch. And so on the dining room side, it's basically like my home office. And so that is where I have set up my work from home station. In the past, when I've worked from home, I just have the laptop and I usually work from my kitchen counter or the couch, sometimes my bed. But now that my work has the work from home policy in place starting on Monday, I actually went into work and got my normal monitor that I use um, and I set it all up on my desk. So it's practically like I'm working in the office. So that is my workplace. Your workplace can be wherever you want it to be. It could be the kitchen table. It could be a specific chair in the living room, an actual home office that you have, whatever it is, make sure that you have your designated office space. And then on the other side of that, have a place that you can dissociate work with when you're done working. So that could be your couch or your living room or your bedroom. Um, just somewhere so you're not mixing those two and you're not thinking like oh well I'm working I can watch Netflix and then you don't really get work done um yeah great I would say that I have a lot of experience being home alone a lot I am single and my roommate doesn't really live with me anymore. So it's literally just me and my cat and now the new cat home alone all the time. And sometimes I don't even leave the house for days (laughs) if I don't have any plans or errands to run and it's very unhealthy and I don't even notice that it happens. I'll just one day I'll be like, oh my gosh, I haven't left the house since three days ago. So this can be very dangerous if you're doing this for weeks at a time and also if you 
are if you have depression um yeah it kind of sucks <laughs> but it's the way it is so, yeah here are some things that I've started doing, have done in the past, or things that I just think might help. Maybe they won't help for you, whatever. So this is going to be a long list um, because it's just staying at home things in general that hopefully will help you keep your mental health at a higher level. One thing I've been doing recently is cracking the windows open. I started doing this just for the new cat and my current cat. Um... Otis and Miko. Those are their names. And I'm going to use those names now. Otis is the new cat. So when I got Otis, I started cracking the window just so they have more stimulation during the day when I'm gone. And then I found like when I was getting home from work, I really loved like the feeling in my house. It was like a nice crisp breeze and it smelled like the outside. I don't know. It just kind of made me happy. So now I've started doing that a little bit more. It just kind of brings the outside in, which I like. And also let in as much natural light as possible for as long as possible. So right when I wake up, I open all the blinds in my bedroom and my living room and kitchen and let in all the natural light. And then I don't shut them until it's like pitch black outside. That it's like such a small thing, but it really helps the mood in your house. Keep your house clean as much as possible. When my house is messy, especially my room, my mental health deteriorates slowly, but it's it's not good. (laughs) I just begin to care less and less, and the more dirty that it gets, the less inclined I am to clean it. So try to make it a goal to clean or pick up something every day. I know that sounds like hard or weird. Like, it's, I don't know. I guess especially for me, I have a small apartment. So when my apartment's clean, it's clean. Like there's not that much more that you can do, but try to find things like maybe you got your computer out and you plugged in the charger before you go to bed or maybe the next morning, wrap up the charger and put it away and put your laptop in your backpack or whatever. I don't know. Just try to find little things that keep your house clean and tidy or not. If, if you don't want to do that, don't do that. Um, if cleaning is hard because you are already depressed, which I get in those patterns a lot, I find that doing my laundry helps. And this maybe it sounds weird, but I like doing laundry. And so once I put in that first load of laundry, that kind of triggers like, oh, I'm in cleaning mode now. So once that load is done, I just keep going. I don't let it stop. So I put in a new load. Then the load that's done, I will immediately fold them and put them away. And then once I'm done with that, the next load is still going. So then I start picking up the clothes around my room. And usually when my room is messy, it's just clothes and shoes. So it kind of just doing laundry motivates me overall to clean my room. Um, just don't let your depression, don't let depression room get the best of you. When I say depression room, I mean, when you're so depressed that you forget, you just don't clean your room at all. Depression room. Light candles or essential oils, just having that smell good feel 
smell good feel? What am I even saying? Just having your house smell good brings me joy. Bring Having my house, what the heck? Having my house smell good brings me joy. So I assume it probably brings other people joy because who doesn't like to smell good? <laughs> Have something playing in the background at all times. It can be lonely being alone. And... I like to have either the TV on, podcasts, music, whatever it is, whenever I'm doing pretty much anything. When I'm cooking, when I'm doing a hobby, working, showering, cleaning, all of those things, I usually have something playing in the background um, because it makes me feel like I'm not alone, to put it simply. With coronavirus, you can still go outside. Like nothing is telling. Nothing is keeping you from going outside. And I think people don't, I don't realize that, or it's not so much realize it, but I just like forget. Like I haven't gone in full panic mode. Um, I went grocery shopping, but I bought all things that I normally buy, but just bought a little bit of a little bit extra, um, just mostly because I was scared things were going to sell out, not because I think I'm going to stay in my house and never leave. But other things are an option. Like fast food is still open. You still can leave your house to go to the grocery store. Um, But aside from that, you can still go on walks. You can get out in nature. Um, Like if you're not around a big group of people, it's completely fine. So go on hikes. Go take a walk, go to the park and just sit somewhere and read a book, just getting outside, um, and changing the pace of things and your scenery will go a long way. FaceTime, text and call friends. Just because you can't be with a large group of people out doing somewhere doesn't mean that your large group of people isn't doesn't still exist you still have your friends they're still there so just facetime them or call them or text them more often than maybe you usually do um my friends and i this was suggested by shannon are all thinking about picking a show for the next few weeks to watch together so we can text each other about it every like new episode so the, some examples that we were talking about was, I think Little Fires is what it's called, is coming out on Hulu, and then the uh, Brazil version of The Circle. And so both of those things come out weekly, and so it's something that we can pace ourselves and watch the show um, and then like text each other and talk about it. And it's just a way for us to um, like keep in touch, I guess. I don't know. It's a good idea. So I like the idea. So do something like that. Find ways to socialize without physical contact with millions of people. Cuddle your pet. My new cat Otis is super cuddly and he's been sleeping with me at night and taking up my entire pillow, which is a really weird thing for me. But at night I usually get the most anxiety. So it's been really helpful to have that like companionship and also just physical touch with pets is like, I think, 
don't quote me on this, but it's scientifically proven to decrease your depression and anxiety. So just don't forget to love on your pets. Again, establish routines. I think that this one is really important. Try not to sleep in too much or too often or stay up too late and get your like don't get your sleep schedules out of whack. Anxiety is already making sleep difficult for some of us because of like we have anxiety just about um, coronavirus and everything going on, which is making it really difficult to sleep. And then also there was the time change that is also making it difficult to sleep. So sleep right now is just a hard thing. So don't make it worse by staying up too late or um, throwing off your sleep schedule. So try to just keep that pretty consistent. I have found recently that reading before bed, whether it's like just even a couple of pages has been helping me as well as taking my gabapentin, which is an ad needed anxiety prescribed anxiety medication for me. And that usually taking one of those calms my anxiety and helps me sleep a little bit better. But you can also take CBD if that helps you, melatonin, sleep pills, sleep aid, whatever helps you to go to sleep. Do that. Try to start new things that you've been wanting to do. So baking, sewing, (laughs) sounds very homely. Finally reading that book that you never finished, um, making a TikTok is (laughs) what I've been doing this week, which sounds so dumb and I feel ashamed, but I made a TikTok to upload my photography series that I've been doing. And now I just make TikToks of my cat, but it's entertaining and it doesn't actually take up a lot of my time. Being on the app does, but actually making TikToks, it doesn't take that long and it's just fun. So anyway, Try starting a new hobby if you're looking for things to do to fill your days. Physical and mental activity, make sure that you are really taking care of both of those things. For physical, you can still do yoga and workouts from your home. Home workouts are totally a thing. Just find some online that you can do if you need to get in your physical activity, but then also you can go outside and go on a quick run ride your bike, walk your dog, just go sit outside on the curb for a little bit. Just make sure you're getting in some sort of physical activity and not just sitting on the couch all day. And for your mental activity, obviously this whole episode is to benefit your mental activity, but specifically things like um, meditation, uplifting podcasts to start your day, and then also gratitude and intention journal. I've been kind of trying to do this a little bit. I have the, um, one of the, well, I have two, um, of the self-help journals from Bando. Um, and that's Bando.com, B-A-N-D-O. And they have, the most recent one that I got has every day you set, um, your intentions for the day. So like what, basically what's your goal for that day? I think I've only done it once. And I think the one that I set was just not to be depressed or like to be happier because, well, I'm not going to get into it. It's a whole medication thing, but then it has goals. What's important that day? What's not so important? Um, 
And then at the end of the day or throughout the day, I try to say, whether it's tweet, Instagram, write in a journal, or just say it to myself, something that I'm grateful for. Um, and just saying, doing that every single day, it doesn't have to be something you were grateful for that day, but just something in general, bringing that um, grateful feeling um, brings a lot of positivity into your life. And so I've been trying to do that a lot and setting your intentions um, also just helps kind of shape your day. So I suggest those things for your mental activity. Then, um, don't self pity. (laughs) Don't self pity. This one might be a little bit unusual and maybe it's just a note for myself, but I tend to get in habits, especially when I'm alone for long periods of time. I get in habits of saying, I'm so alone. I have nobody. My sisters are really far away um, or my family's far away. If only I had this or that or whatever. I get in those patterns a lot, um, especially when we're in isolation so much, we have a lot of time to ourselves and our thoughts and sometimes they get sad. So this is not helping you. And I suggest trying to redirect those thoughts to gratitude like I spoke about. Um, It can be really, really hard when you're in that um, self-pity mode. And self-pity is like really harsh. And I like try not to judge yourself or I don't really like calling it that um, because it's not really pitying yourself. You're just like, you just have sad thoughts, I guess. But just try to redirect them. So an example, if I find myself that I'm getting sad about living alone or being alone, then I try to read, I might redirect that to, but I have a really good job that I love. So it's kind of just off balancing that thing as well as redirecting your thought. And sometimes I even redirect thoughts with really random things. So I have this thing like, mm, Thinking about death right now is a really big trigger for me. So I've been trying, I came up with this thing on my own where every time I start thinking about death or going down that path, that really triggers my anxiety and almost spirals me into a panic attack. Then I immediately think of a pink cat. Sounds weird, but that's just like a very random redirect and then that helps to lead my mind into something, thinking about something else. So redirecting your thoughts to something random or to thoughts of gratitude help that self-pity that you can tend to get into when you're alone with your thoughts. Try to stay away from online shopping, Netflix binging, and food binging. Um, Also, I don't mean to be a trigger to anybody when I say the word binge, I know that was a problem in one of my previous episodes um, because I didn't have a trigger warning on it or anything because I just hadn't thought about it. But also, I binge eat and sometimes I'm insensitive to it because I feel like I'm just talking about myself. So this is a trigger warning that I might talk about binging for a minute. Um... But it's super easy when I stay home for too long to get bored and get in the habit of shopping online or watching Netflix all day. And then I just like time has flown by and I've spent all this money and that makes me more depressed that I've actually done that. 
So again, to stop yourself from doing that, set goals so you're doing at least one productive thing every day. So if you do get into that Netflix binge all day thing, at least you know you did that one productive thing. Um, That makes you feel better at the end of the day. And then stay conscious of your normal meal and snack time so you don't forget to eat all day like I did today. And then you might binge eat that night. So just try to keep the, your normal routines and patterns. And the last thing, just don't obsess over the news and don't create more panic for yourself. I've been really, really trying to stop, um, or I haven't been doing this, but don't look up like coronavirus updates or what's going to happen. Or I don't know, just like try to stay away from Googling those things or the news. Um, obviously it's important to stay up to date on what you should be doing and the, um, CDC guidelines and all of that, but just don't create panic where panic is not necessary or needed and it's not helpful. Just worry about your own health, wash your hands, try not to touch your face, stay physically and mentally healthy. Um, Just do what you can, and if you think you're sick, stay inside Um, and drink water. I know that I tend to drink a lot less water when I'm at home. I don't know why that is, Um, but just remember to drink your water. So that's mostly everything. I did want to just kind of say the hobbies that I'm going to be doing at home during this like whatever quarantine period of time, self-quarantine it is. The things that I'm going to try to be doing at home so I'm not on the computer or the uh, TV all the time is do more podcasting, printmaking, puzzles, reading, and designing more merchandise, hopefully. Um, those are all like physical things that I really like doing. A lot of them are art-related because that's like my niche and that's what brings me joy. So in terms of hobbies, if you need ideas for that, just try to think of the most simple thing, what makes you happy and what brings you joy and the light will guide you (laughs) into what you think that you should be doing. Hopefully all of that stuff helped. It was like a lot, a lot more that I than I thought that I had to share. But your mental health is very, very important, just as important as your physical health. Um, I am very, very scared that I'm going to be depressed and get into a depression low. Another thing that I just thought of because I forgot to take my depression medication today because I work from home. When I work from home, it, it like throws off my schedule because Usually I take my medication right before I go out the door, but today I didn't go out the door like right away. And then I got way into my day and it got busy and all this stuff. And I just like forgot to take my medication. That happens a lot. So don't forget to take your medication because your routine is different. That's super important. Um, But I did notice I feel a little bit more depressed today because I forgot to take it this morning. But that's, it's really scary to me because I know myself so well. Um, I already stay home a lot and I don't make plans that often. 
And then I had plans this month. I was going to go to Vegas to meet some podcasting friends from the competition. And then the next weekend I was having some friends fly in and having like 11, 12 of my friends go up to Park City and we were going to have like a birthday weekend for myself, for me, whatever. And I'm pretty sure both of those things are, the Vegas trip has gotten canceled and I'm hoping my birthday trip will be okay, but some friends have already canceled. So it's, it's like a real downer. It's like these two social things that I had planned because I don't have, I don't usually have plans like that. Um, and they were things that I could look forward to, which my doctors, um, both my medication specialist and my therapist always ask me like, do you have anything to look forward to? And so now it's like kind of harder to find those things to look forward to. And just knowing myself, uh, that usually means I'm going to become depressed soon. So really try to focus on your mental health and, um, do the things that you know will get you out of ruts or prevent yourself from getting into a low. Those are my tips. Um, try not to panic or freak out about coronavirus. I think I'm going to be out of toilet paper soon. I'm slightly freaking out that there's not going to be any available for me to buy. Um, yeah, just be smart and help people if they need help and you can help them. That's it. Have a very great, good weekend. Bye. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of Sometimes in Shambles. The intro music was done by my friend Lucas Kathy, and the artwork was done by me, myself, Melissa. If you liked this episode, please rate, review, and subscribe, and we'll see you next time.